Hey, this is the Mark Butler Show, episode 28, and this is the second in a multi-part series that I'm calling Bookkeeping 101, where my goal is to teach the fundamentals of bookkeeping to solopreneurs, in other words, coaches, freelancers, service providers, people like me who run our business primarily by ourselves. I want us all to learn the fundamentals of bookkeeping so that we can learn the language of finance on the path to becoming our own CFO. Now, if you listen to episode 27, you know that we started with the basic unit of all bookkeeping and all financial tracking in a business, which is the transaction. Every single transaction has several pieces of information associated with it, and we store all these pieces of information in a way that lets us eventually create reports that give us important insights about our business and really help us understand whether we're moving closer to or farther from our most important goals. Now, as a quick review, I just want to remind you that every single transaction has a where, a when, a who, a why, and a how much. The where is the bank account where the transaction happened. The when is the date that that transaction posted to your bank account. The who is the person or the vendor or the client involved in the transaction. We call that the payee. The why is the category of the transaction, or in other words, the job that the money did. And the how much, of course, is the amount of the transaction. So in this lesson, I want to expand on the idea of the transaction. And I want to talk about the fact that every transaction represents the movement of money. Money is either moving into the business, we call that an inflow, or it's moving out of the business, we call that an outflow, or it's moving around inside the business, and we call that a transfer. The tricky thing is there are different types of inflows, different types of outflows. And in order to understand the reports that we'll generate in later lessons, we need to understand that not all money coming into the business is treated equally, and not all money going back out of the business is treated equally. And we also need to understand, well, what happens when money just moves around inside the business? So let's take each of these one at a time and make sure that you understand the differences. First things first, let's talk about inflows. How does money get into a business? Well, there are really two ways. The first one is money that the business receives from the sale of products and services. So when I sell my, my freelance CFO service, or when you sell your web design service, or when you sell your e-course online, all of those result in revenue because goods and services are changing hands and the business is receiving some money. I know that seems obvious, but it's really important to distinguish that type of inflow from what happens when you, as the owner of the business, put some money into the business so that it can grow and operate. You see, there will be moments, you may have already experienced moments in your business where you had expenses that you needed to pay in the business, but you didn't have enough cash in the business from your sale of products and services. So you had to move money from your personal accounts into your business account. Well, when you move money from your personal account into your business account, you're acting as an investor. So you're not acting as a customer. You're not buying any goods or services from the business in order to give it money. You're contributing money to the business so that it can operate. That's why when you put money into the business as an owner, we're calling that a capital contribution. You're giving the business some capital so that it can function. No goods or services changed hands, and that's why it's not called revenue. So it's a simple distinction between revenue and capital contributions, but it's an important one because later on we'll want to look at, is this business healthy? Is it functioning well? And in order to understand whether it's functioning well, we have to understand where did it get its money? Did it get its money from the sale of goods and services or did it get its money from the contributions of the owner or owners? So that's first thing. Money gets into the business with revenue, which is the sale of products and services, and with capital contributions, which are investments made 
by the owner or owners. Okay. That's how money gets into a business. So how does money get back out of a business? Well, it gets out of the business in two main ways and they, and they mirror the two main ways that money came into the business. So first we have business expenses. When the business spends its money on products, goods, and and labor that allow it to create and deliver its products and services and run its operations day to day, those are business expenses. Any money we spend with the specific intent of growing our business and making a, a profit from our business, these are business expenses. Again, that might seem obvious, but it's important that we make a distinction here between money that we spend with the intent to profit and money that we spend because we think it's a tax deduction. I don't even want to talk about tax deductions in the context of profit and loss. Of course, taxes are a big part of business. They're a big part of strategy. But I want to make sure that we all understand that when you spend money in a business, it is with the intent to profit. It is not with the intent to maximize tax deductions. And the best way to muddy the water in your business finances and to make it difficult to understand whether the business is healthy and to understand whether it's moving toward your real goals, the best way to mess that up is to start spending money in pursuit of tax deductions. There are a couple of ways people do that. Sometimes people say, well, I've got to spend this money because I've got to reduce my profit, so I'm not spending so much in taxes. First of all, the math of that just doesn't make sense. You never come out ahead in that game unless you're spending the money with a real intent to profit, with the intent to get some big, exciting result from that spending, and as a small side benefit, you also reduce your taxable income. So I don't want to bog us down in that. I just want to make sure it's clear in your head that when we talk about business expenses, we are not talking about whether something is deductible or is not deductible. We leave that to the tax pros. We let the tax pros look at our expenses and confirm for us or clarify for us whether something is actually deductible in the eyes of the, of the tax agency. Our job as business owners is to spend our money in a way that actually sustains the health and the growth of our business. All of the money that we spend that way is what we're considering a business expense. And now that I've given you that lecture about worrying about intent to profit and not worrying about the strict deductibility of an outflow, I do need to give you the one really important exception. And that is when we as coaches or service providers, freelancers, withdraw money from the business to pay our personal expenses, we don't know what to call that. I've interacted with a lot of business owners who want to call that their salary. They want to call it their profit and other people who call it an owner draw. And I don't think a lot of people understand the difference between those terms and which one is actually most correct given the way they're they're removing the money from the business. So to keep it simple for the purposes of our Bookkeeping 101 course, here's what I'm going to tell you. The only way that withdrawing money from the business to pay yourself is technically a business expense is if you pay yourself through an official payroll service. In other words, if you incorporate your business in such a way that it can have employees and you pay those employees through a payroll service where there's actual tax withholding, then that makes that wage a business expense. But if you don't incorporate yourself in that way, and if you don't run your own payments to yourself as an employee of the business through an official payroll service, then when you withdraw that money from the business, it is technically not a business expense. 
And that leaves the question, well, if it's not a business expense, then what is it? It's called an owner distribution or an owner draw that works, but I always call it an owner distribution. And an owner distribution is the mirror image of a capital contribution. Remember, we said that when an owner puts money into a business so that it can operate, that's called a capital contribution. When an owner takes money back out of the business, that's called an owner distribution. In the same way that a capital contribution is not revenue, an owner distribution is not an expense. In both cases, it's just an example of the business owner putting some money into the business and then the owner taking the money back out of the business. That leaves a lot of people with a question of, well, is that the correct way to do it? How does that impact my taxes? What is the best strategy for me as a solopreneur when it comes to taking money out of my business and paying myself? Should I incorporate? All of those questions are for you to discuss with your tax pro. I'm not touching that in this podcast because I'm not a tax professional. I'm just telling you how we classify those outflows based on whether or not we're incorporated and running that money through a payroll service, or we're not incorporated and we're just withdrawing that money as an owner distribution. For our purposes today, it doesn't so much matter whether it is officially a business expense or an owner distribution. What really matters is that you understand the difference between the two. Now, the last question people have about sort of salary and payroll and owner distribution and all of that is they want to know why isn't it called profit when I take money out of the business? Well, we'll do a whole episode on what profit actually is. For right now, all you need to know is that owner distributions are not part of the calculation of profits. And we'll talk about that in the episode on profit and loss. Okay. So stick with me. We'll get there in uh, in a little bit. We've talked about how money gets into a business. We've talked about how money gets back out of a business. The last thing I want to talk to you about today is how money moves around inside of a business. For example, if I have a PayPal account, and let's say that a client pays me through PayPal, and then I withdraw the money to my checking account from PayPal, it's called a transfer. And a transfer just means that nothing is happening with that money other than it's changing places in the business. It was in PayPal, now it's in checking. The PayPal balance went down, the checking balance went up, that's called a transfer, end of story. The same thing applies to when you're, you're buying things with PayPal. If you don't have enough money in your PayPal account to fund that purchase, PayPal first takes the money from your checking account or from your credit card, and then they make the purchase for you. This confuses people all the time. My clients will always tell me, no, I bought that on my credit card. And I always have to say, well, actually, you bought it with PayPal. PayPal took the money from your credit card. That's called a transfer. And then PayPal gave the money to Amazon.com. That is an expense. So the money went from credit card to PayPal to Amazon. And that frustrates people because they say, well, why do I have to track all of that when I just put the money on my credit card? Well, the reason you have to track all of it is because PayPal has its own transactions. It has its own balance. And if we completely ignore PayPal and leave it out of the the equation, then we will miss transactions and our financials will be inaccurate. So anytime money is moving from one account to another inside your business, that's called a transfer. This also applies to payments that you make to your credit cards. When I make a payment from my business checking account to my business credit card, and both of those accounts are being tracked in my business, that is a transfer. I'm transferring money from my checking account to my credit card account. My checking account balance goes down. My balance on my credit card also goes down, and that's all I need to track. So it's not an expense when I pay down my credit card. It's simply a transfer between my business checking account and my business credit card. Let's leave it there for today. 
in the next episode, we need to talk about a totally different way that money gets into and out of and moves around inside of a business, and that is through business loans. For today, all you need to remember is that there are two ways that money gets into a business, which are the sale of products and services, we call that revenue, the contribution of money by the owners into the business, that's called a capital contribution, the purchase of goods and services by the business with the intent to profit, that's called a business expense, and the withdrawal of cash from the business by the owners, that's called an owner distribution. When money moves around inside the business, between accounts, we call it a transfer, and coming up next, we'll talk about how we think about and track money that comes into the business from loans and how money goes back out to pay down those loans. Hope this is useful to you. If it is, please share it with a friend, and I will talk to you in the next episode of Bookkeeping 101 on The Mark Butler Show. I hope you're having a great week.